oh, this one I'm passionate about. Oh, this one I'm passionate about. I'm sitting up tall for this one. Raking. You can do anything you wanna when you come along with Alana. <laughs> hey, people, it's Alana, and welcome back to Along with Alana. The video podcast. Okay, here's the deal with the video situation. Um, yeah, there's a delay in these headphones. I'm just gonna not. Nope. <laughs> Nopees. Nopers. Not dealing with that. Um, okay, let's try a no headphones episode. Mm. Anyway, um, here's the deal with the video situation. Uh, I may just post the video on YouTube which I purely do for fun at this point because you don't get podcast plays from YouTube. You know, it's not like Anchor, my podcast host, knows what, like, knows that I'm posting on YouTube. They only know that I'm posting on podcast platforms. You know what I mean? Um, So, you know, I might end up just doing it on YouTube instead of Spotify because... The Anchor ad doesn't run on a video podcast on Spotify. They're working on it. They're claiming they're working on it. So I either might temporarily halt the video on Spotify situation, or I might just stick it out and you don't hear the ad if you watch on, if you listen on Spotify and I don't get money for, I don't know. I don't know. I'm figuring it out. Okay. I'm figuring it out. It's all a learning curve. It's all a work in progress. We're only on episode three. It is raining again as I record. So we are three for three on that, which is strange. Today in the AWA, along with Alana mug, we have coffee. Just your classic, great value Walmart brand, (laughs) Colombian coffee with skim milk. Also from great value. Sponsored by great value. No, could you imagine? Yeah. Once I, I don't know. I'm a big Walmart fan because it's convenient and I can afford it. Once I realized that there's kind of really no such thing as ethical consumption under a capitalist world, I it was quite freeing. Yeah. <laughs> it's very like The Good Place. If y'all ever seen The Good Place, spoiler alert. I mean, not really, but basically like even the most ethical person was doing his darn best trying to, everything he did was like of the highest morality and most ethical way possible. But even then, like, even if he bought ethically sourced eggs, the money was going towards like, I don't know, like the farmer was like a sexual predator or something, you know, like it was like, no matter what he did, it still ended up being unethical down the line. Yeah, it's very that. So now I shop at Walmart all the time and I don't care. Also, that candle is from Walmart. It smell, It's juicy watermelon. It smells very good. So, yeah, thank you for those who actually listened to the entirety of episode two. That was a long one. This one's hopefully not going to be as long. Today is all about scams. Scams in society. It's a scam. 
Things are just a scam. I've been having an ongoing note in my phone of things that are scams, and we're going to read them, and we're even going to read some of yours today. I put out like a little questionnaire on my Instagram story, and people responded with things that they think are scams in society. Some of them are really serious, and some of them are really mundane and silly, and I will read all of them. Okay, but before we get started, cringy Facebook memory of the day. On this day, April 3rd, nine years ago, 2013. OMG, OMG, OMG. Imagine Dragons at Jones Beach, July 25th. I'm going, and I'm taking my sister, and it's going to be her first concert, and it's going to be beyond epic. Who's coming with me? Pre-sale tomorrow. Let me know. Jeez. Someone's outside my house, I guess. Um, Okay, there are several cringy things about this. One of them is not that I was excited to go to an Imagine Dragons concert. I will never apologize for liking Imagine Dragons, especially in 2013. Night Visions is an incredible album, and it always will be. Um, Their later stuff, eh, I don't know. Some of it's catchy. I mean, kids love it. That's the thing. Like, I'm a music teacher, and kids love Imagine Dragons, dude. So, like, it's just good to play in classes, music lessons, camp, stuff like that. Like, kids love it. So, I'm down. Here's what's cringy. The fact that I was claiming that I'm taking my sister before asking my mom, because she said no, and I didn't end up taking my sister. So I was 22. My sister was 11. Okay, so I was like very set on taking my sister to her first concert. I think I kind of ended up taking her to her first concert at Jones Beach, but it was Pentatonix. I don't know. Sierra, fact check me on that one. She definitely doesn't listen to this. Um, okay. Anyway, here's the, uh, here's the, the two more cringy things. The use of the phrase beyond epic. Oh my gosh. And also who's coming with us? Like the fact that I couldn't go to something, not only alone, but even just me and my sister, what was my problem with, or I like felt the need. I felt the need to like always invite Facebook to whatever concert I was going. This pops up a lot on my memories. I was always like, Kesha concert, June 1st, who's coming? Like you, Alana, you're coming, you're going. And it's okay to go by yourself. Now, me posting that has actually resulted in several friends joining me, which has been fun and I've had no regrets about it. But it has also resulted in sometimes like me dishing out all the money and collecting it, which no one has ever like snubbed me or like failed to pay me back in a timely manner. Like that's never been an issue. But it's like, why can't you just go by yourself and everyone else can deal? So like, again, more freeing things in my life, more freeing realizations. Once I realized I can go to things by myself, especially concerts, I love going to concerts by myself. I go to concerts pretty much exclusively by myself these days. Um, But again, sometimes like a whole like reach out on social media, who wants to go, it does end up working out. Like, A couple years ago, my friend Cosette was like, who wants to go see Lizzo? And I was like, me. And then we went together and it was great. Um, So sometimes it works out. One time in 2019, all these things were in 2019. I went to Ariana Grande, thank you, next slash sweetener tour with like seven people. So that was bananas, you know? So sometimes... Yeah, it works out. But like, Alana, just go by yourself or with your sister. I ended up going with Amanda and it was raining. And normally I literally hate the rain. Jones Beach is an outdoor venue, but the vibes were it, man. I don't know. Like, I remember like Dan 
Reynolds of Imagine Dragons was like, it's beautiful to be out here with you out under the stars. And it's like, there are no stars. It's overcast and it's raining. But like, yeah, this is great. But like, it ended up working out with the vibes of the music. Otherwise, I'd be pissed. It was also drizzling, so it wasn't that bad. But it rained really badly at a Third Eye Blind concert I went to once. That was bad. We like snuck under uh, like an awning type thing, like underneath. We whatever. That was bad. I would not have withstood that rain. Anyway, what else? Oh, latest love. My latest love is the Pixar film Turning Red. It's incredible. Um, download Disney Plus. Find a friend who has Disney Plus and sit down and watch it. Um, it is my fave Pixar movie in a really long time. I loved Luca. I really did. I did not like Soul. There's today's controversial opinion. Oopsies. I did not like Soul. I was also very sick when I watched Soul, so maybe I need to rewatch it. But I just, I don't know. Wasn't my fave. Wasn't my fave. I thought it was a little pretentious and like a little over my head. Maybe that's why. I'm not smart enough for Soul. Maybe that's why I didn't like it. <laughs> but I just thought it was very like, the meaning of life is this leaf. Like, Tina Fey's trying to find a will to live for centuries. Like, what? That was a little over my head. I don't know. Anywho, loved Luca so much, but I didn't feel like I want to watch it again and again and again. Turning Red, I've already seen twice. I'll watch it a third time tonight. I'll watch it again tomorrow. I love it. It is like if Pen15 were made by Pixar. It's just so painfully accurate of what it was like to be in middle school in 2002. (laughs) And it's so good. I was like in fifth, sixth grade in 2002. And the girls in Turning Red are in eighth grade. But still, man, like it is just the way that the range of a 13 year old girl's emotions are portrayed within such a small amount of time. There's an incredible scene where she goes into school and she's trying to stay so calm because she doesn't want to poof into the giant red panda, okay? But upon stepping in, it's like the hallways are chaotic. Her best friends are there. She hugs them. She loves them. She wants to be excited about the boy band they're obsessed with, but she needs to be calm. And then two seconds later, like within the same sentence of her like saying hi to her friends, this loser boy is making fun of her and posting embarrassing pictures all over the hallways and then two seconds later she sees this like cute guy and he like swoops his hair and she's in love with him and then two seconds later someone's mean to her and then two seconds it's like that is literally oh my god just the fact that like I used to feel so crazy for experiencing that range of emotions and to see it so normalized and so well animated. The visuals of what it looks like to go through the emotions in this movie are phenomenal. I watched it with my almost 13-year-old boy cousin, and he, like, enjoyed some parts of it. He enjoyed how much, I think he enjoyed how much I was enjoying it. Like, he was laughing at how hard I was laughing, (laughs) but... Um, we watch a ton of movies together. Sometimes it's more his thing. Sometimes we both love it. Sometimes we're both like, eh. But there were moments where he was like, this movie's kind of weird. Like, or like that part was stupid. And I was like, no, dude, you don't understand. Like, I get why you think that. And it's because you were not a middle school girl in 2002. This movie is extremely catered to people who were middle school girls in 2002. It just, okay. Like, I, and other people can relate. Some of my students who are like 12 and under. Some of them love it. But I have been noticing that the my boy students don't like it and my girl students like it. So, you know, it maybe it just is catered 
two girls and that's okay because boys get other things catered to them and that's okay too. But anyway, cannot recommend Turning Red enough. Um, I cannot stop singing the main boy band song. You're never not on my mind. Oh my, oh my. That song is never not on my mind. Even though it's the same song as um, I, oh I, oh I, got me feeling drunk and high, so high, so high. It's like pretty much the literal same song, but they're both good songs. <laughs> Look, I'm always down for an F, E major, A minor. I'm down for that chord progression all day, every day. So works for me. Hey, yo, it's editing Alana. I cannot believe I forgot to say that also my cousin Anthony, who works for Pixar, designed Abby, the literal best character in Turning Red. He made her and her overalls. And I love her. And I'm so insanely proud of him. Okay, bye. Okay, scams. I'm going to start with the ones that I came up with. And then I'm going to go to the ones that y'all came up with. So again, this has been an ongoing list on my phone for a very long time. Number one, winter jackets. Let me explain. (laughs) As someone who drives a car, I put on my winter jacket. In reality, I put on my winter jacket to go walk from house to car. Okay, Now it's puffy and annoying and it's hard to put the seatbelts on and I'm like this and it's just, it's too much. It's too much. And then I'm like hot as soon as the heat starts kicking in in the car, okay? Now I'm like trying to take my jacket off. It's annoying. Then you walk two seconds into work or into a store. You're outside for two seconds. Then when you're in the store, they're cranking the heat and it's a billion degrees and now you're hot and you have to take your winter jacket off. Just leave it at home. Just leave the winter jacket. Now, if you're like going and if you live in the city, if you're going to the city and there's like a situation where it's winter and you're walking, fine. But even so, and maybe it's global warming and it's just been warmer, but I've been really embarrassingly rocking like just a sweater and my denim jacket even though it's kind of cold because I know I'm just going to go inside and be hot again. I'm over it. Winter jackets are a scam. Next. Spray and conditioner. (laughs) I realized in approximately 2019 that spray and conditioner or like leave-in conditioner is pretty much is just conditioner and water in a spray bottle. So what I do now is I put a little bit of conditioner in a spray bottle and I fill the rest with water and I shake it up and that is my spray and conditioner. And it just kind of tames the excess frizz and it just kind of like makes it nice, like make it nice. And that is spray and conditioner. So now me and my best friend Mel have this like running joke that pretty much spray anything is just the thing mixed with water. This is going to come up later in this episode. (laughs) Don't you worry. Like I was cat sitting and I texted Mel. I was like, oh my God, this girl has spray Dawn. That's so cool. Like sprays it into a foam. And she was like, wait, so Dawn, but with water and a spray bottle. So now we say everything is a scam, like Windex is ammonia and, and water in a spray bottle, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, Windex is blue Gatorade and, and in a spray bottle. That's what it is. No, that's a joke. That's a bad joke. Okay, anyway, spray in conditioner is just conditioner and water. Life hack. Next, I wrote bras. Yeah, I don't know. Bras are kind of a scam. I 
wear exclusively cotton Walmart (laughs) bralettes. And yeah, they stretch out and they get a little saggy. But then I buy a new one for $7. God, I really, I don't know. I, I well, At the time I wrote this, I probably had a great reason. And I probably had a dissertation to explain why bras were a scam at the time of writing this. But I'm just going to let you interpret that one for yourself. Next, spare tires. Here's why. Why not just, <laughs> why not just put the new tire in the trunk instead of needing the donut and it's like it's dangerous to be on the donut for too long like what if someone needs to be on it for longer and they like financially don't have the means or even like the time to get to the mechanic or the dealership or what have you to like have them replace i just don't get why i remember like i got a flat and i was like why isn't the real new tire in here why is it this donut thing and that's when i wrote that (laughs) I got a flat in Brooklyn. I like parked in front of one of those those stores where you try to like sell your clothes to a, like a thrift store. What's that called? Buffalo Exchange, one of those kind of things. And they gave me no money and took none of my clothes. And then I parked there for maybe maybe 12 minutes and then I got out and I had a flat. So I like hit a nail or something. It was that was a stupid day. And then I had like AAA come. I can change a flat. I want it to be I can fix a flat on your car. I might even be a rock star. I want the world to know that I can and have in the past changed a flat. It took me a very long time, but I did it out of necessity. But this day in Brooklyn, I had free roadside Hyundai maybe it was Hyundai roadside assistance and I did that because I could but I was like why isn't the tire in here and I think the real answer is that it like messes with the pressure if it's sitting in your trunk it will like lower in pressure is that not still way better than the donut though is that not still a much better option because then okay if that's the case If that's really the case, then I can just go to a gas station and do that 25 cents air thing. I'll do that. I don't know. (laughs) Spare tire donuts are a scam. (sighs) Next. This one comes from Mel, my best friend Mel. Warming up vocally, like doing vocal warm-ups before you sing. She is very convinced that you can just um, talk that day and then your voice is warmed up for a singing performance or a singing lesson, or anything you need to sing for. I wrote, and honestly, flute, LOL. Because, like, I need to play, like, maybe four notes, and I'm ready to go, if that. I don't even read... I mean, my college flute professor, he would go... (laughs) Every time, he would go, A, A, B flat, chromatic down to D, D, Every time. And that's like his thing. And I have developed a similar thing. I kind of do like a little D minor scale. I'm just kind of like, and then I'm ready to go. At this point, it's out of like habit and ritual as as opposed to actual necessity. I don't think I actually need to do that. Now, brass players. I'm aware that brass players, I think you actually need to warm up. Okay. At my college, they do this absolutely insane thing where they like hold little warm-up classes at 7 a.m before you start your day 
I <laughs> I will never understand this for the rest of my life. Um, even if I were a brass player, I would have not participated in that ever. I never. And I'm like, there's no way. I'm not convinced that if you warmed up and you were just like at 7 a.m. that you'd be good for a 4 p.m. band rehearsal. I'm just not fully convinced that like that helps you for the day. (laughs) I don't get it. Strings don't need to warm up. Do you? Definitely not. Def not. Okay. I'm moving on from this one. Warming up. Warming up your instrument. Scam. Waste of time. Or like, I should say extensive warm-ups. My friend Sam Pilnick is going to probably for real disagree with me on this. He's going to disagree. I'm going to text him. Okay, next. Needing a coin to scratch off a lottery ticket. (laughs) Why do you need money to get money? You know, what's up with that? Scam. In the same vein of this lottery ticket theme, I wrote down, why do you never hear about people who win the lottery? Okay. I like the big one, like the mega millions or whatever. I feel like how often do they have one? I don't actually know. Once a month? Once a week? Huh. I don't. I've never even heard of, like, my friend's cousin's neighbor won the lottery. I've never even heard that. Like, I've never had any amount of degrees of separation from someone who has won the lottery. And I've never heard of anyone who's had any degrees. Right? How have I never heard of that? How has no one... You know how it's like, oh, everyone knows someone who's had COVID. (laughs) Like, how come it's not like that? I get that it's way less people, but I just feel like... How have I never heard of anyone who's ever won the lottery? That seems scammy to me. Next. Ooh, this one I'm passionate about. Ooh, this one I'm passionate about. I'm sitting up tall for this one. Raking. Yo, the leaves are just going to disintegrate. Who cares? Isn't it kind of good for your lawn anyway? Like as mulch or like for, I don't know what I'm saying. Raking is so, ooh. Okay. Right under raking is shoveling snow. Scam! I catch me besides like, oh my God, the snow's just gonna melt. It's just, one time I like actually for real hurt myself shoveling out my car and cleaning it off and the sun melted it like later that day or the next day. I just don't agree with, and the people who shovel while it's still snowing make that make sense make it make sense why are you shoveling it's still snowing it's going to cover it's going to you're doing it now you have to do it twice it's less work when i do it the second time no it's actually double the work (laughs) like it's i don't know i guess it's double the work either way but i just am like can't you just chill in your house people who can't just sit in their house for two seconds freak me out first of all sit down stay still. This is very my parents. My mom, maybe not so much. I mean, my mom hates sitting still. She's, she, she does sit still, but sometimes I'm like, can you just, <laughs> my stepdad, it's, there's one snowflake. This dude is out in the driveway. <laughs> okay. 
okay? Why are you? Okay, and my next door neighbor's right there. They're right there. My next door neighbor's right there. There is one leaf. You hear them rake. There is one leaf. And you hear them like incessantly raking. I hate all lawn tools. I hate the sound of weed whackers. I hate the sound of leaf blowers. They make me violently upset. I am saving this for the episode of things that make me violently angry because it'll be me ranting in this tone of voice for the whole episode. (laughs) And a big one is lawn tools. God, just get, at least my stepdad does this. My stepdad has that lawnmower that just cuts the blades and then the cut blades sit in the rest of the grass. It's not the gas. It's not the electric. It's just, it's a cute little, like, it's almost like a kid's lawnmower. (laughs) It's just like mechanic, I guess, right? Like just the blades itself cut the grass and it spins and it just, it leaves the cut blades laying there in the grass as like a, you know, nature renewing itself. I don't know how to say that, but yeah. I'm over, I, the, God, I, okay, I will shovel the stoop. My landlady is 92, almost 93. I will shovel our stoop. Sometimes her kids come over and they just do it while I'm sleeping. That's the other thing. Why are you shoveling at 7 a.m.? Why are you shoveling at 8 a.m.? Why are you shoveling in any time that is a single digit in the morning? I don't do that. I disagree. (laughs) That goes against my whole MO. And... Uh, you apparently I learned this at least in Queens I live in Queens New York you legally have to shovel your sidewalk that's in front of your house or else you get like a fine because people could slip why are you outside walking so why are you walking on my side walk around it walk with snow boots you're gonna be fine I just disagree with all of it I disagree I don't know it's the shoveling the whole driveway the second a snowflake touches it. That's I just cannot relate. I don't know if that's a scam. I just find like that whole lifestyle is a scam. That whole mindset, I mean. Anyway, next. Owning property. Okay, I'm going to admit I don't know enough about this, but here's my perspective. I rent and I enjoy renting. I enjoy giving a continuous same consistent sum of money sum of money to someone who if the roof leaks they fix it they they pay someone to mow the lawn or whatever like i'm trying to never mow a lawn speaking of mowing lawns i don't want to do it i don't want to pay five thousand dollars for a new roof when our roof leaks it's not my house you know i and some people feel like and i get it I get why some people feel like when they're renting, they're just like throwing money away and they have nothing to show for it. They don't own anything out of it. Okay. Here's why I personally don't feel that way. I personally don't feel that way because I live in a house. I don't live in an apartment building with like one neighbor on this wall, one neighbor on this wall. The kids are stomping upstairs. Someone's downstairs. I don't, I don't live like that. And I fully understand. I live in a two-family house. So, like, my landlady's downstairs and I'm upstairs. I And it's very, like, housey. Like, it's a house, okay? It's very, like, homey. I don't feel like I'm throwing my money away. I feel like my money is going towards her letting me live here in this amazing house. And I'm very grateful. And, again, if something goes wrong with, like, 
you know, anything electrical, like my kitchen light switch broke and she hired her an electrician to fix it. And I didn't have to do any of that. Like I enjoy that freedom. <laughs> I am free of those responsibilities. And I don't know. I People like to just say the word equity and think that I'm going to understand what they mean as to why um, owning property is a good idea. But it, I just don't see myself ever doing it. If anything, if anything, I would own like a beach bungalow and rent it out as an Airbnb. And then I don't know. You know what I mean? Like if any, but I can't even picture that right now financially at all. <laughs> But, like, I get why people want to own, but I just feel like the whole, like, oh, mortgage is cheaper than rent. No, not when you're paying that down payment. It's not. Not when you're also mowing the lawn, fixing the roof, you know, patching this hole, doing this, whatever you're doing. Like, not when you're doing all those other house things. It's not. I do none of those things. You know what I'm saying? I pay what, slightly more than your monthly mortgage payment, but then that's all I pay. You're paying all those other things too, and I'm not doing that? Scam. Next. <laughs> this one's from Mel. Shams? <laughs> Shams are a sham? What, like the pillowcases that zip over the, right? Why did we put that? I don't remember putting that. I mean, I remember the joke. I remember her being like, shams are a sham, but I don't remember why... <sighs> Why are shams a sham? Because it's just a pillowcase? Uh, sorry, I don't remember that one. Next. <laughs> Dishwashers. Oh, boy. Okay. This is also from Mel. I Hi, I'm Alana, and I do not have a dishwasher. And I was really mad about it for a long time. Okay. My best friend Mel also did not have a dishwasher for several apartments that she lived in, I believe. At least... Like, her her queen's apartment, she did not have one, okay? Then she moved to California and had one. She currently has one now. She was like, you know what? Dishwashers are a scam. And I was like, oh, tell me more. Because, again, up for the last seven years, I've been, like, really upset that I don't have a dishwasher. <laughs> and she was like, because it's, like, almost like adding more chores because you got to like load it unload it and I'm like okay is that not the same thing as like washing the dishes putting them in the drying rack and then putting them back okay she's like it's just more work and it's like more waste more water now you're paying more for like the water bill and I'm like oh I don't know anything about that because I don't pay utilities so everything's just included in my one rent sum so but it was just so interesting to hear her be like, dishwashers. <laughs> I was like, no way. I don't know. Okay, so then I went and visited her for 10 days. So I lived in the dishwasher. I lived the dishwasher life for 10 days. And I was like, let me see how I like this. I um, actually kind of, I don't know. There were times where I was like, oh, wow, this is great. In a few hours, all the dishes will be clean and we can start over again. But then there were times where I was like, oh, I want that cup. I can't have it. It's in the dishwasher. As opposed to like, if it was in the sink, I could just go, boom, clean. And now I have that cup. I'd have to wait for it, you know? And I was kind of like, wait, maybe dishwasher life isn't the life for me. 
But then my friend Genevieve was like, well, if you have like enough things where if the dishwasher's full and you still have utensils and you still have things like it's not that bad, like it's not bad at all. Like Jen is very team dishwasher, which I get. I don't know. I don't know enough to speak on it. My parents have a dishwasher and we had one when I lived there, I guess. Right. Yeah. But I would always just put everything in the sink anyway. I don't know. I don't know. And then the whole, like, you need to rinse it off before you put it in. Why do you have to wash it before you wash it? I, again, it's like this snow shoveling thing. Why are you doing that? And then Mel was convinced that she was telling me that, like, because if you don't, it really doesn't clean it well. And I'm like, then your dishwasher sucks and it's not doing its name. It's not washing the dishes. Some people just do a quick rinse. Some people like whole ass clean the whole thing and then put it in. What? Just you're you already cleaned it. You're done now. You can now you can now put it on the drying rack and you're actually done now. That I hold again, it's like this mindset. Dishwasher culture is a scam. <laughs> I don't get it. Okay. Next. I wrote this one like two days ago microwavable quick quick in quotes dinners because they take forever to cool off the laws of physics and heat are a scam that is what i wrote yeah i guess it's like you know because i'm like oh i have 15 minute i have a 15 minute break at work i'm gonna heat up this like microwavable rice aroni and then i can't eat it for another seven minutes so there's my whole break i was upset about that so i added that to the scam notes okay we are moving on to your submissions here we go as submitted on Instagram. Wait, I'm going to do this one first. Okay. We got a lot of capitalism. There were like two or three capitalism submissions. Um, I agree. Yeah. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer. The society is set up for that to happen. And yeah, the older I get, the more I realize that. Um, My friend Nick wrote savings accounts. Okay. I had him explain to me why savings accounts were a scam. I had a hard time understanding. <laughs> Sorry, Nikki. Um, he also said the stock market. Yeah. Fun fact. In fifth grade, we did the stock market game. We had a whole unit where we pretended to like invest in stocks. When I tell and Amanda was my partner. When I tell you I did not understand what was happening one time. Not for one second of that entire unit did I understand what was going on. Nope. I faked it the whole time. I faked a lot of stuff in school. Every anything social studies, no clue what was happening. Not a clue. Had zero actual comprehension. Didn't get it couldn't do it. So I don't get stocks. And I, you know, at the beginning of this year, I was like, I want to invest. And I really just, I know there's like Elevest or Elvest, whatever. There's like investing apps that are geared towards like women who are beginners in investing. And I get it. And I might check it out one day, but not today. <laughs> Next. Podcast audio mastering, JKLOL. <laughs> this is from my friend, Steven. Um, hey, Steven. They offered to master my audio, which is so nice. So if you're listening to this right now, this audio was mastered by the one, the only Stephen Hall of 
hall pass audio. Heck yeah. Thank you, Stephen. Okay. Uh, in the same vein of like capitalism, we also have like healthcare and MLMs. Yeah, healthcare is messed up. Why can't we just be like the other countries who have the free healthcare? I don't, the whole like you're paying for your health insurance and then you still have to pay when you get sick is just so messed up. I'm very grateful to have um, free health insurance right now. I have Medicaid works for me but i've had i've been in situations where i was paying for health care and it was coming out of my paycheck every month and i would you know not need it i wouldn't be sick for a year so that sucks yeah mlms aka multi-level marketing aka you pay to have a job yeah that's obviously a scam that one's like pretty blatantly obvious um yeah that one's a scam Some people just enjoy it just because it's fun for them and it's a hobby and it's and they're actually like, I guess, making money off of it. And that's their prerogative. And that's cool. But yeah, it's obviously like a way to I don't know. I don't have much to say on that. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Buy your poor strips. I had to ask why these are a scam. And my friend Anna from college said it's because They're like addicting, but they actually just make the problem worse. Interesting. So you end up buying more. Isn't that kind of like people say like chapstick or like lip smackers would make your lips more chapped so that you would put on more of it, right? It would like dry out your lips even more. I guess it's that kind of thing. I've never used a pore strip. So I, again, I don't know. A lot of these I can't even speak on because I don't participate in what they talk about. (laughs) Um... I am so cozy. I have my blanket and my sweatpants. I'm always in a hoodie, but today I have sweatpants also. Okay, next. Hormonal balance pills like Alani New. I hope I'm saying that right. I have never taken a hormonal hormonal balance pill. And I asked this person for clarification. And they said that a lot of them are just like geared towards women and they don't even work. And I'm assuming that do you even need hormone balance pills? I don't know. Again, I can't speak on this one. But I do know people with actual hormonal imbalances and then they're prescribed actual medication. So maybe this is referring to ones that are not like prescription, like over-the-counter hormonal balance supplements. Sure. <laughs> I believe you. I, I don't know. Next. Uh this person submitted several. We got taxes, fad diets, your car's extended warranty, and of course, men. Yes, 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 and yes. Um, Taxes. Yeah, I don't get how you're withholding taxes that I'm paying the state, but then I can get it back. What'd you do with it then? What did you do? What did you do with the money that was coming up? What'd you do with it? Like, I get it, but I don't. This is one of those I get it, but I don't really things, which is why I pay an accountant to get it for me. (laughs) Because, like, I don't have time to get that. Fad diets. Yeah, yikes. Anything diet culture, yikes, bro. Just yikes. I'm sorry. Eat ice. What's it called? Intuitive eating? Even that. Even calling anything... Putting a name on something that just means eating what your body wants and needs. 
ugh, that irks me and gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't like it. I don't like calling. I don't like giving a name to something that means eating what your body wants and needs or or depriving yourself of eating what your body wants and needs. That's even worse, obviously. But yeah, not into it. Personally, not into it. That's just me. You know, not judging if it works for people, but I just have a lot of issues with food-related things. <laughs> I have issues with food-related fads and restrictions that are like marketed to a broad spectrum of people. I have personal issues with that. Uh, your car's extended warranty. Yeah, obviously those are literally scam calls. Yo, that scam likely caller ID feature is pretty sweet. Where was that? I'm, I'm glad we finally got that. However, now I'm getting these scam texts from Citibank and I'm like, I literally don't have Citibank. I don't have Citibank. So no. How and then I have to keep blocking each number. How come that doesn't come in as a scam likely text and then it just like I don't even want to see it. That's kind of really annoying actually. Um and of course men. Yeah, men are a scam. The fact that like <laughs> the fact that they are portrayed in society as something we should be attracted to and need in our lives is a scam. And that's that on that. That's all I'm going to say on that this episode. Maybe I'll go in further in another episode. I will. Spoiler alert, but not today. Anyway, next. Okay, another one I cannot speak on, but I'll read it. Caffeine-free Diet Coke. Like, what are you even actually getting from that? I don't know. I don't drink soda, so I literally don't know. But I assume it's kind of like decaf coffee where you just like the taste. I also thought I thought decaf coffee was a crazy concept because I was like, no, it's coffee. But then one night I was at a restaurant like late at night in the city and I just wanted like a cozy, warm drink. So I was like, I want coffee, but I like I really don't want to stay up. I have to go to sleep soon. And the waitress goes, why not decaf? And I was like, oh, I get it now. I get it now. Plus, doesn't all coffee, even decaf, have a little bit of caffeine in it anyway. Also, caffeine does not affect ADHD brains the way it affects neurotypical brains. So, like, caffeine doesn't even work on me the same way that it does for other people. Like, I actually can have a cup of coffee at 9 p.m. and I'll be fine. I'll go to sleep. I'll be fine. So, I don't know. But, yeah, apparently caffeine-free Diet Coke is a scam. I'm with you, Tracy. I'm there. I'm right there with you. <laughs> sure. Speak your truth, honey. <laughs> <sighs> similarly to that my friend jackie said anything marked as sugar free it is not free of sugar it just has fake sugar um again this i don't think i'm smart enough for this one doesn't that mean it doesn't have sugar if it has a sugar replacement isn't that like saying an impossible burger is meat free because it has fake meat is that not the same thing i'm gonna have to ask her to explain that one to me <laughs> next where am i okay oh this one's good this is like the spray stuff most cleaning products are mostly water yeah i saw 
I think Kristen McGowan on YouTube has this. There's this company that just gives you little teeny packets of the cleaning products. They look like little like ketchup packets at McDonald's or something, right? Like little the little sauce packets at Taco Bell. It's that. And that is the cleaning product. And you just pour that in a spray bottle and you fill the rest with your own water from your own sink because that's all it is. There's a company. Oh, my goodness. I it would... I don't know what it's called, and I would have to find it. If I find it, I'll tag it in the description of this episode. I don't know. But that is something I actually should probably look into just because of, like, yeah, that, that, that sounds a lot better for the environment. Someone right next to that submission put, liquid laundry detergent, you're paying for water. And they suggest using powder detergent instead. Once again, I can't speak on this because I don't do my own One of the very few things I quote unquote treat myself to or like choose to spend my money on no matter what is sending out my laundry. I send out my laundry because not only do they wash and dry it for me, they fold it for me and they put all the leggings together and all the socks together and all the hoodies together and it is exactly how I would fold it and it's freaking great. I don't, I think they use the pods actually, the little tied pods, like the little... I think they use those because I just dropped off my laundry yesterday and I saw a bunch of the pods like sitting on the counter. So I don't know. But yeah, liquid laundry detergent is just soap and and water. I don't know. My mom is going to disagree with that one, I feel like. (laughs) Okay, next. College. Okay. And also we got college and we got the, the concept of universities being the key to success parentheses, student loans. Yeah. Um, okay. Yes. I agree that you do not have to go to college to be successful. I'm there. I'm a hundred percent there. I don't know if I personally would have been as successful. It's kind of like the chicken or the egg, right? Like, would I have been a successful after school music teacher if I didn't go to music education school? Or is that because society only allowed me to get music teaching jobs because of my music teaching degree, right? Like I went be, I went to music education school because in New York, (laughs) there's no other way to be a school music teacher without that degree. There's literally no other way to do it. So like, is that the scam where like the fact that jobs require, yeah, I think that's what, yeah, the scam is that jobs require a degree. But also the paying for the degree thing is yikes, dude. The the cost of universities is out of control. Out of control. Absolutely asinine. Um my sister had this like like an Austrian exchange student that was like matched up with her in college. Hey Tim, if you're listening, Tim, we miss you. We love you. Um <laughs> And he was like, yeah, it's free. Like, university is just literally free and you can take however long you want. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Because then here's the thing. Alana would have taken eight years to finish then. And there's nothing wrong with finishing in eight years. There are people who take however the freak long they need to to finish college and that's okay. But they probably wouldn't have taken that long if it didn't cost anything because they wouldn't need to have paid for it. The whole thing is very bizarre, and I'm not sure why America claims to be so fantastic when it's, like, so dumb (laughs) and just the worst at so many things compared to other countries. I don't get it. That's a scam. Thinking America is great is a scam. Oops. 
Anywho, we're back to like soap as a topic. <laughs> soap mark. This is my friend Jackie again. Soap marketed as antibacterial. All soap gets rid of bacteria. Stupid, redundant, fake name. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Antibacterial soap is stupid and redundant. <laughs> Speaking of, she also submitted, um, where is it? I lost it. Oh, it annoys me that there are female razors and male razors like WTF razors are razors. And then someone else right next to it put women's razors. Okay. Huh. I agree. I agree that wi- that things that are marketed for women and men when they're actually the same product is totally a scam, especially because the women's one is priced higher every time. Okay. I, I called in an expert what is the difference between men and women's razors? <laughs> and I was told that the women's razors have more cushioning around the outside or they have like that soap thing attached. Listen, I'm so sorry. I love the soap thing. I like the cushioning. I feel like I get less cuts that way or I'm less likely to get cut that way. I think also maybe sometimes men's razors are more geared towards faces while women's razors are more geared towards bodies, but it's like they're the the blades on a stick either way. Right. Here's the other thing though, with the whole like women's stuff is priced higher, like pink tax. Oh, I am a victim of pink tax in the fact that literally if it's pink, I will buy it. Like, I'll see the razors right next to each other. I'll see the same exact, like, Gillette five-blade men's razors, Gillette five-blade women's razors, and I want the pink one. I want the pink one, and I'm going to buy the pink one. I have bought so many things. I know that pink tax doesn't mean it's literally pink. It just means we're taxing women. Don't even get me started on that. But I, I know the meaning of the word pink tax. I'm making a joke. But, like, I... Well, I will buy the pink one. I have bought something because it was pink several times. I continue to do so and I will continue to do so probably forever. And that's because things that are pink bring me um, an ounce of joy in this cruel world. Let me have my pink razor. (laughs) But yes, I agree that like men's shampoo, women's shampoo. I mean, actually that one, I don't know because literally like, are our hair follicles and and like hormonal things, do they affect our hair differently biologically? Is that is that one? Could that one actually be a biological difference? I don't know about that one. I mean, really, is herbal essences like researching the biological difference between, you know what I mean? Like between men and women or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. And what about my non-binary friends? What about my trans friends? You, I mean, everyone can just use whatever razor they want. That's what I say. Don't a lot of women use men's shampoo and men's things, right? Like men, don't women use like men's like Old Spice because it just like gets the job done better. That is what I'm saying. Like women's products are crappier and more expensive because the society wants women to be miserable, dead, and poor, and it pisses me off. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. This one is Cuckoo Bananas because I just, it was a journey to follow. (laughs) My friend 
Ashley, aka, I'm going to shout her out. Her name's Disney Sleeve on Instagram because she literally has a Disney sleeve tattoo on her arm. And also like several, many, many, many other tattoos everywhere. We met at a tattoo convention in 2014 and we added each other on Instagram and here we are. Um, Okay, she goes... (laughs) First of all, she said no tears shampoo. That This one's not the crazy one. That one's normal. Um, Marlena was just talking about like, was it no tears or was it no tears? Like tears like in your hair? I have a pretty vivid memory of a L'Oreal Kids commercial saying no tears. And then there was like some kid had like a lot of foamy soap around their eye. And then they like wiped it with their whole the back of their hand and their forearm. And then they like blinked and there were not... They were ha- they were smiling because it didn't burn their eye. I literally remember in our Queens apartment, at my me and my mother had this apartment in Queens, actually like very close to where I live right now. And I used the L'Oreal shampoo and I like made it all soapy and I wiped my eyes and I opened my eyes and it didn't burn. I remember being like, holy sh! They were <laughs> they weren't lying. I'm not crying right now. This is great. So I think it actually means no tears shampoo, but I'm so sorry, Ash, if you had an experience where it did burn. That sucks. Okay, she goes, also belly washers. Was always confused if it was body wash or a drink. Bought it as a kid because my mom didn't know either. Found out the hard way it was soap. Then I messaged her separately and was like, what are you talking about? Those bottles that look like they're very like hourglass shape, actually. They're like these bottles and the cap is a plastic like figurine of a cartoon. It'll be like Scooby-Doo or like a Powerpuff Girl or like Johnny Bravo on top. My voice sounded so weird. Johnny Bravo. Why did I sound like that? On top of the bottle. And I guess that was the cap and I guess it was unclear in society in the 90s if you if it was a soap because it was called belly washers or if it was a drink. But belly wash, the term, is like, I think it really refers to like alcohol. I Googled this and it's like so a drink. It means drink. Okay. So the company belly washers and then I was like, wait, so it was, it was, it was soap? And she goes, no, it was a drink. And I'm like, but you just said it was soap. She goes, okay, so mine tasted bad, thought it was soap. Googling it now, I hope I'm telling this right. Googling it now, they made it a drink. And I was like, yeah, were there like nutrition facts on it? And she goes, I don't know, me and my mom didn't even see them. So if you were once scammed in any way, shape or form by belly washers, this one's for you. And I'm so sorry I never bought it. <laughs> My mom did not buy that for me. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. Is this the last one? This might be the last one. Hold, please. I need to check. Consumer capitalism. Women's razors. Capitalism. Okay. Oh, no. Credit. No, two more. Two more. Credit is a scam and should not exist, in my opinion. Girl, I agree. I don't, again, with the me not owning property, I don't have like a reason. I mean, I have a reason to build good credit, but every time I've applied for a credit card, I've gotten it. My credit has never prevented me from getting something. So I don't know. I'm just trying to do my damn best over here and pay off my credit card debt and just budget like everybody else. I'm just doing my best like everybody else. But the whole thing where like you could just be sitting in silence, not doing anything. And all of a sudden you get an email, your credit score has changed. (laughs) Like, what What did I do? <laughs> like, that's a scam. I agree. It's insane. Okay, here's the last one. 
The effing bag of chips looking full when it's really just full of air and half chips. Okay, yes, but I have two things to say on this. One, I read that it's to protect the chips so they don't get crushed, right? Because say if you like press down on a bag of chips, if there's no air in there, you're going to crush the chips, okay? And also, I think the air kind of like keeps it fresher or lasts longer, maybe. I don't know. To which I then say, last week when I was food shopping and I bought some chips, I was like, these are so freaking annoying and impossible to just put in the bag. Why aren't chips in boxes the same way that crackers are in boxes? Cheez-Its, Wheat-Thins. Why aren't chips in boxes. Why are they even in bags? That's a scam. Because now, air or no air, they're kind of getting crushed anyway. And they're so annoying to store. And they're so annoying to pack when you're filling your shopping bag. They're so annoying to store in your house, in your cabinets or what have you. What the hell, man? Why? (laughs) Why aren't chips in boxes? I was buying Tostitos, crispy rounds only. Bite size and crispy rounds only. This is going another episode. I'm saving that. I'm saving that rant for another episode. But yeah, why aren't chips in boxes? Freaking scam, man. Okay. Heck yeah. That concludes today's much shorter episode. Thank God. Oh my gosh. The last one was way too long and my computer was like about to burst into flames. The editing of that was just so painful. (laughs) Yikes. That was too much footage. But um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's little, like, more fun episode. There will be more of this in the future. I This is only Scams Part 1. We will continue this. Keep on the lookout. Follow me on Instagram. I will continue to post things where there is audience participation. Um, and I will continue to make episodes about silly, funny things that it's fun to rant and get mad about. You can give along with Alana five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Also on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review with words. My friend Cammie left one. What up, Cammie? We lived together in college and she was my piano accompanist. And it was so cute and it made me so happy. So yeah, leave me a review. That'd be so cool. And check out my link tree. It's like linktr.ee slash along with Alana. It has everything there. I'm pretty sure at this point, if you Google along with Alana, I would pop up. Who knows? Let's test that theory. Along with Alana. Oh, my YouTube pops up and then Apple podcast comes up and then podcast on Podbay. What is Podbay? Oh. <gasps> Apparently, I'm on an app called Podbay. That seems sketchy. I never agreed to that. Oh, well. Um, (laughs) My anchor pops up. The link to my link tree is in my Instagram bio and hopefully in the description of this episode. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm getting there. I'm getting the routine down. I really am. If you would like to contribute or make a suggestion to this podcast, you can email me at alongwithalana at gmail.com. You could message me on Instagram. And I love you all. I really do. I really, really do. Okay. Um, Did I say everything I wanted to say? Oh, well. Okay, bye.